I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me do this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today my guest is Helen Tupper, who has held leadership roles at Microsoft, Virgin and BP and is now CEO of Amazing If. Helen and her business partner wrote the Times bestseller, Squiggly Careers, so who better to talk to about girls thinking about their careers? Thanks for joining me today, Helen. Can we start by you telling the listeners a little about Amazing If and what you do? Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me, LJ. Um, so, what do I do? I run a company that helps people with their career development. So, we have a podcast that gives people lots of advice and tips for their careers. Uh, and we run lots of different sessions where people get practical tools and help. And then we also partner with companies to help them run career development programs. But our big focus is on making sure that everybody has access to the career development they need. So it doesn't matter how long they've been at work or what level they're at or who they work for. We don't want anybody to feel like they've got a career question or a problem that they don't know where to go for help for. We always want to be there regardless of where other people might be at that stage in their career. That sounds great. Have you ever had any role models for ah, anything? That's a lovely idea, yeah. Um, yeah, I've had lots and lots of different role models. Sometimes that's been managers. So I've had some amazing managers that have helped me um, and they have sponsored me, um, which means that they have basically uh, spotted opportunities for me in my career um, and encouraged me and given me a lot of confidence and motivation. There's also been a lot of people that I've looked up to in the companies that I've worked for. Sometimes that's been maybe entrepreneurs, sometimes it's been senior leaders, but I've been, I've been very fortunate. I've been surrounded by some people that have really inspired me and given me the confidence to do things that maybe I didn't always feel confident that I could do. And they've kind of created a space for me where it was okay. If I failed, it was okay. And if I succeeded, they were there to clap for me as well. Interesting. So when you were at school and about to go to secondary school, did you know what you wanted to do or be? Or did that happen when you were older? Mm. Uh, I remember when I was at early secondary school, so I was probably like sort of year eight or so, and I went round to a friend's house and her dad ran a business. Like he ran, I think it was an insurance company, and he we were, in, we were in the kitchen and um, and he said to me, Helen, what do you want to do in the future? And I said, I want to do business. And he was like, okay, what do you mean you want to do business? And I was like, I want, and I was very confident about this statement that I wanted to do business. And, and I couldn't articulate it any more than that. But I think um, I always used to like play with a typewriter. I had this little typewriter and I would set my like dolls up in an office and I would play with this typewriter uh, and I would tell people I wanted to do business. So okay, I don't think I knew what I wanted to do because I didn't know what jobs there were. I couldn't name a job title. I could tell you what I wanted to do. But I knew that I wanted to work in companies and I wanted to work in business. And I think I spent quite a lot of my career working out what business I want to work in, and I've worked in a few, um, and what bits of business I want to do. Did you go to university, and how important do you think it is to go? Uh, I did go to university, and I loved it. I really, really loved it. I think um, it was important for me to go. So I was brought up in a little village in Lincolnshire, um, not in lovely, you know, London, where there's lots of different people and there's lots of things to do. And I spent a lot of time growing up in my little village in Lincolnshire wanting to do bigger things and wanting to have independence. And so for me, 
as much as the importance of what I learned, which was, you know, I did a business management degree, so I was still on my doing my business thing. So I did a business management degree in a business school. Uh, but for me, it was more it was more than what I was learning. It was it was my independence. It was living on my own. It was choosing what I wanted to study. It was choosing who I spent time with. And I think if people, I don't think university has to be for everyone. I think there's a lot of ways that people can learn and grow and develop. But I don't think everybody has to go to university after school. People might go and do it later in life. Um, but I think for me, that need to grow like in lots of different ways to grow up and to grow my skills or that's what university meant for me it was more than just kind of getting a badge after a course for three years you have worked at some of the biggest brands in the uk and in the world at what point did you think it was time to start your own company so i never actually thought i never actually thought it i'll be really honest i was quite happy working for the big companies i love working for big companies in the world of business but about it was about 2013 and i started a side project so I didn't intend to start a business. I was a virgin at the time and I loved my job and I had a friend and we both thought that we could help people. So we thought that some people had some challenges in their careers and they weren't getting the help that they needed. And so we decided we'd try and fill the gap and we'd start a side project and we did it in the evenings. We did our job and then we went and did our evening bit and our side project. And for lots of years, like three, four years, it just gave me a chance to work with somebody else about something that I was passionate about. And then what happened is that got a bit big and it became a podcast and a book and lots of other things. And I also had two children uh, and then the combination of the job that I was doing and the side project and the children meant that I had to make some decisions. And I thought about, well, where can I make the biggest difference and what makes me happiest? And that was why my side project suddenly became my business. Um, you say that you want to help other people in their companies. Have you ever had any setbacks in your company? Mm, yeah, really interesting. Well, so my company really delivers training programs. Like we go into companies, offices, and we deliver training programs to help people with their career. And when all of the impact of coronavirus and COVID-19 happened, what it meant was that I couldn't go into companies' offices anymore. And we had a period, a couple of weeks, where myself and my business partner really questioned, well, how do we keep doing what we're doing? We can't, we can't go into these companies anymore. And it was quite scary when it's your own company. Uh, it's quite scary. That's what pays your bills and that's your future. Um, and so we had to think really creatively and we had to adapt really quickly and we had to stay really confident about knowing that what we did was helpful and we had to change and like what we call pivot your business we had to pivot it quite quickly um, and actually that's been for the better but at the time it was hard it was really really hard and having someone that could help me my business partner and saying like confident really got me through that bit amazing if works with companies we have all heard of but is there anything that you still want to do either personally or professionally so much so so much i want to keep learning i think that uh, learning never stops um, and so for me, there are more things that I'd like to learn. I want to go back and learn more about business. I want to go back and learn more about people. I've got about 10 things I'd like to study LJ, but not enough time at the moment. And so yeah, I'd like to go, I'd like to study a lot more. Um, I'd like to scale our impact. So I'd like to do a lot in uh, the UK, quite a lot in Australia. And I think there's, there's a huge amount of people that need support with their career. And I need to find really interesting ways to help them. Um, so scaling our business and keeping learning are my priorities for the future. How hard do you find it to have to juggle your work with being a mum to two young kids, especially in this pandemic? Um, hard, 
hard would be truthful but um I have a lot of help so I have some really good childcare. I have a very supportive husband um I also I also really think hard about what is it that I want my children to see so it is a juggle and it is difficult but what my children see is they see mummy going into an office coming out happy but they don't see me working and moaning and being negative they see me working hard and they know that that's how we are able to afford to live our life and that ultimately that's something that I come away from at the end of the day feeling really positive and even though that that sometimes is hard and that sometimes means I don't spend time with them in the week because I'm working I feel that that I want that's what I want them to think that work is work is something that where you make a difference and work is something that you feel better because you've done it and that's that's my reality what tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their future um, I think the biggest tip that I give people is to think about possibilities, don't get yourself too fixed in plans. So what can sometimes happen is you can kind of create a plan for yourself which says I'm going to study this, I'm going to go to university and do this, and I'm going to get this grade and get this job and you almost set this plan of what you want to achieve by when you want to achieve it. Um, and the reality is everything's changing all the time and if you fix yourself too much to a plan you might miss out on opportunities you might get really disappointed when it doesn't go your way so if as early as possible you can think about possibilities how could I do things differently how can I keep learning in different ways how can I use the things that I'm good at in different contexts and you can be okay with change so if you can keep thinking about how I adapt and learn and stay open to possibilities you'll be much more resilient in work. It's when we kind of create these plans and we get really blinkered and we get really focused on them that sometimes work and careers feel really hard when everything changes around us and we realise we haven't got all the control that we might have wanted to have in our little planned world. The world is changing so much and so quickly. What do you think work for women might look like in 10 years' time? Hmm, what do I think work for women? Well. I sort of hope we won't really differentiate what work for women looks like from work for men. I think that would be brilliant, um, that, that we don't have a different working context for women, because I think, you know, today we might say, well, women do more of the childcare, or women have something, uh, more of something called emotional labour, so they have to think through things a lot more than men because they have some more responsibilities on top of the job. And I would hope in 10 years we don't have to make the distinction, so it's more of a question of what does work look like for everybody? Um, that would be one thing that I hope. And in answering that question, what do I hope that work looks like for everybody in 10 years? I hope that people are able to personalise it a lot more. I hope that there isn't this idea that there's a one-size-fits-all career and there's a one-size-fits-all way of working and that actually our starting point is what do you want to do and how do you do your best work? Whether you're a man, a woman, anything. What do you want to do? What do you do well? And how can we help you do your best work? And whether that's somebody who wants to work from home or whether that's somebody that wants to work in an office or whether that's somebody who wants to do a side project and a, a, a job at the same time, that we're open to personalising people's work and not forcing them to fit into a box of um, a, a good career or one that everybody has to fit into. I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Helen. Thank you so much, and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about their squiggly career. Keep listening to Grace Jeffries Meets as I talk to many more brilliant women.